Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. No time for that intro, lads. We're back off to sea. Dungeons and Junkies presents Tales of Autorphia, episode 37 The Wrath of Storm Shield. Why, hello, guys, and welcome back to Dungeons and Junkies. Today we will be continuing the tales of Autorvia. But before we have a recap of what happened last time, let's go around the table and find out who's playing today. Uh, though when I introduce you, because we're about to go into combat, I would like everyone's AC and max HP as well. Let's start with Matt, as I know you've taken quite a beating in the last session. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, I'm Matt. I'm playing Captain Reed Tothcobble, the halfling pirate rogue um, slash bard slash fighter. Um, kind of corporate rock and a hard place, given that he's holding onto a turtle shell at the moment. Um, and yeah, to answer your other question, Alex, current AC um, is 17 and current um, HP is 46 out of 94. Thanks. Chad. Hello, I am Chad, and today I will be playing the tortliest of tortles, the broest of bros, the barbarianest of barbarians, the monkest of monks, Picasso, bros. And like, I totally have a 19 AC, and I haven't taken like any damage in a while, so like, I have 161 health, bros. Nice. That is not bad. Kerry. Hello, I'm Kerry, and I will be playing Ran, the barbarian, not, well, also flies from Null, whichever, with her 17 AC and 159 HP. And Caitlin. What's up? I am Caitlin. I play Elisalea, the human monk warlock mess that's has 17 AC, 125 max HP, and 10 temporary hit points from the murdering I did last time. Uh, I'm currently in danger and planning on leaving the area swiftly. <laughs> that may not be the worst idea. And just for the sake of it, Lauren is back, and her AC is 13, and her HP is 73. I guess we'll know she loves as well. So to go on a recap from last time, the crew set up for a heist to gather information to find out whether the king, a.k.a. Rourke's father, a.k.a. King Zor, was working with the cult. And while Ran and Picasso caused the most fabulous distraction ever, AKA Godzilla, fireballs, lots of destruction, lots of screaming people. One guard ended up with the might of Tesla in his face. 
it went pretty well. And while this happened, Ally and Reed managed to sneak into the <laughs> managed to sneak into the office. Reed managing to try and bring a guard with him on the, his adventure. The guards were taken care of swiftly, and Ally and Reed started digging. They found some interesting information. Ally found proof that the king had been trying to track down the artifacts at the quarter after, and receipts go in by the past 50 years showing transactions worth millions of gold. Proof that he's working with them. In Reed, found quite the interesting letter. Not only did it state Khan's intentions of capturing the Elder Turtle and taking out as many turtles that stand in his way, basically. Reed also found out that they are trying to resurrect a half-god named Avius. And as it happens, that half-god is Eli's patron, which led to a pretty interesting confrontation between the two. So once they had this information, they made a run for it out the window and reunited with the others. Not before the king came out, asked them kindly to give his stuff back. And when it resulted in an eldritch blast at the king, he revealed his true form of being a 70-foot-long blue dragon. But between rolling 29 on a perception check to see that Picasso has the bag and getting Eldritch blasted, I think it is fair to say it's time to roll for initiative. Chad, while you're at it, can you roll me a d20 for Lauren? See what, see what someone else can get her. Uh, of course, the die that I chose for Lauren rolled the highest, so I got an 18 on the die for Lauren, so whatever her initiative bonus is. Um, and then now, as I am a level 9 Barbarian, I do a Feral Instinct, so I get advantage on this, which is, thank God, because I rolled a 3 on one of the die, but the other one, I did get a 15, uh, so that is a 17 for my initiative. Okay, so, um, 21 or higher. Oh, 30. 30? <laughs> it's in there. 20 plus 10. Alert does not mess around. 22. 22. Alive, followed by Laura. Um, 20, 16 to 20. Picasso got 17, and what did you get, Matt? Dirty 20. Dirty 20. So, read. Big boy dragon because he got an 18. And Picasso at a 17. Oh, high rolls. Right, so Ran, you're up first. As you exit through the gate, hearing the storm behind you, followed by a massive roar, as you look over your shoulder, you do see quite a gargantuan dragon over the edge of the wall. You're currently about 10 feet outside the gate, which means you're about 15, 20 feet from the dragon. What do you want to do? Can I hold my turn? Because I don't think there's anything I can actually do. 
Nikolai, you're up. I'm fucking running. This is the king, whether he's a fucking dragon or not. I'm not getting executed for high treason. That's his fact. I'm already having escaped death row once. Bye. So, is that a dash or double dash for you? Oh, uh, that's double dash, so... 150. Bye. <laughs> Lauren's turn. How, sorry, how far was that movement? Uh, 150 foot. 150 foot. I think you're just out of fucking range, actually. Or I'd have been to you. Well, I was closer to the dragon than anything else. Oh, yeah, it's, it's 30 foot range. Okay, so fortunately you are out of the range, but uh, Lauren is going to cast Telepathic Bond as an action on everyone she's around. So that is everyone but alive. So you now have a Telepathic Bond between you, and she is going to use her movement to run the fuck away. We'll get about but Reed, it's your turn. You are on the back of the turtle. What do you wish to do? I am, and given how I've seen the light overtake the castle, I'm guessing the points. Yeah, you, you've never seen the light sprint so fast. It, and with the greatest respect, um, with that note of it intended to hear Kate Nuttall, if I'm live running from my fight, Everyone to run from a fight. And I will hold my turn and just hold on tight to Picasso and encourage everybody to get back to the ship. Okay, that is fair. Let's see. It is the dragon's turn. There is there's a rumble behind you as the wall that you got the gate about 10 foot to the left, but 10 foot to the right of the gate, you just see the dragon smash through the wall as he lets out one huge roar. And he is going to use his breath weapon. So Picasso, Reed, Ran, and Lauren, I need you guys to make me a dexterity saving throw. Or just fucking passes. Even with advantage, that's a 12. That is a fail. 22. 22, so that's a pass. Read. You hit the thing. I rolled a 27, but I'm on Picasso's back. I'm going to say you're fine. Okay. You, see, you basically have used him as a shield. <laughs> So, as he um, as he smashes through the wall and sees you, lightning like arcs up his neck and around his jaw as he lets out this huge sixty foot cone. Ran, Ran, you just managed to sidestep it as it catches your back. Lauren, doing the same. Reed, you use Picasso as a shield, but Picasso, you take the full brunt. So that is 12... Da, 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 da. I've written this down. 12d10 lightning damage. It's 
fine. It's fine. I got plenty of health. Plenty of health. I have nine, so we'll go with nine for now and then roll the rest in a second. Let's see. Yikes. Also, I have a plan. Uh, right, okay. So, as this beam hits, Reed, you don't take any damage because of evasion. Uh, Picasso, you take 79 points of lightning damage. Totally fine. I'm fine. Okay, um, now I'm really glad I popped my check. And Lauren and Ran, you two take 38 points of lightning damage. Definitely wasn't almost half my health. Not at all. No, it's fine. Don't you get evasion too? Uh, not. I am more barbarian than monk. Oh, rip. You, you don't get uh, evasion until level 7, and Picasso never even sniffed level 7 of monk. Well, maybe you shouldn't have thought made us all look like you died and he wouldn't have got so rage filled huh huh why take that up with my patron and also fucking Kane. oh i did oh i did he is going to take flight and go up 20 foot but that ends his turn he's not going to move yet um Picasso, it's your turn. You are pretty sore, but what do you want to do? Right, I'm gonna look at Furry Bro, I'm gonna look at uh, Captain Bastard Bro, and then I'm gonna look at the bag that was slipped to me. And realizing this is the most important thing, I am going to look at, and then we go, all right, bros, like, the most important thing is that we get this the fuck out of here, obviously. I'm gonna hand it to uh, Captain Bastard Bro. And I'm gonna go, hey bros, you like, remember when we were down in those caves and we had to get Bastard Bro over those uh, pillars? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I like what this is going. Oh dear, I can't explain why you paint farming. The moment Chad said, I have an idea, I knew this was coming. I'm gonna look at Furry Bro, and I'm gonna go, Alright, Furry Bro, I can get faster, farther than you can, but like, if you can toss me, Captain Bastard Bro, like, we can make a lot of distance and keep this dragon uh, asshole, bro, like, off our tail. Because he's clearly going to go after this bag, bro. Uh, it's a metagame. How much movement does uh, Furry Bro have? Piss poor 45 compared to everyone else. I mean, we only have five less than Picasso at 50. Right. All right, Furry Bro. So, I think our best plan of action is I will run as far as I can right now. And then you run as far as you can, but as you do, shot put, bastard bro, and I'll catch him. And then I can do the same and throw him up to angry bro, way up at the front. And then you and I can stand against this dragon bro. 
All right, so I'd like to hand Bastard Bro to <laughs> uh, Furry <laughs> Bro. <laughs> and then I. Oh, uh, very like nicely handed. And then I would like to use my movement and my action. And I will also use a key point to use my bonus action to. No, actually, I won't, because I want to be in between where Angry Bro is and they are. So I don't want to catch up to them. So I'm just going to use my 100 feet of movement. Jump up there. And just double move. That is fine. Um, so before and then as a bonus action, I'm going into a rage. Sorry, I, I almost Sorry forgot to that. fucking say it. That's why That's I didn't fair. want to use that. Yeah, need it. So before we go back to the top of the round, Ran and Reed, you still have a held action. I am... I am prepared to take an action in mid-air, if Ran wants to throw me. So meet the small bastard. Uh, make me an athletics check. You can have advantage given how small he is. Chad's so happy with <laughs> Callbacks, baby! Twenty-five with advantage. You just like you just like grab Reed by the back of the shirt, pr like lock your arm and just yeet. And Reed, you go fucking flying. Uh, that's more than enough for yeah. That's more than enough for you to reach Picasso. So Picasso, Question. make me a. Hang on. Question: We did before you get that far. Um, how high am I gone? Probably twenty feet. So how close am I to a dragon? Uh, at this point, you are about 15 foot. Hmm, okay, fair enough. I, yeah, I, I also do know it's the king, uh, but at the same time, I'm not quite as what's quite about high treason, maybe. Basically, it's on my powder cake. Um, <laughs> so maybe I'm just gonna. I don't know, just I'm trying to slow him down perhaps a little bit. Um, what do you want to do? Hmm. I'm going to cast Featherfall on the dragon. He's... I will say he's not actually falling, so what is the intention of it? Well, as soon as he tries to fly down fast, he can't. Still move 60 feet a second. He'll still slow his speed to that, at least. Right, so... Yeah, so he still has his full movement, it's just when he tries to land, mm. it will slow him down. It, oh, it, may, it, may, it may give a window opportunity. As he is a hostile creature, I will add a slight thing onto this. I will say he will try to... Not in this round, but at the end of every turn, he, I will give him the option to try and break the grass on your spell. That's the fair, 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 that's the fair,
That's fine. You catch him and read, make me a constitution saving throw as you're soaring through the air and then bang, you come to a stop in these huge clawed hands. Great. Okay, you take... You, you take three points of bludgeoning as you're winded by the sudden just forcing come into a complete standstill. Oh, bastard bruh, I did not think that was gonna work, bruh. <laughs> yeah, we'll just remember. <laughs> Be careful next time, yeah? <laughs> Alright, bastard bruh. Uh, Ran, you still have, um... You still have movement if you wish to use it. I'm gonna run, but slightly off to the side. Seems like maybe we shouldn't all be running in the same direction. That's fair. So you run to the left or to the right? You got the cliffs on your left hand side, or the trees on your right hand side? Probably the trees then, because Ron can't fly. There's only one way to find out. Well, that takes us to the top of that takes us back to the top of the round. So Ran, it's your turn again. Then I run some more. Bye. That gets you to about 20 foot from the tree line. Uh, okay. Alive, it is your turn. You look behind you to see what the fuck's going on, and you just see Reed fly through the air as Casso catches him. It's just again. I'm not in the group chat, so I have no idea what their aim is here. Oh, I know. Because he's already used his breath, I know there's at least a cooldown time such that I can potentially lose him. I'm in a similar vein to Ran, but I'm gonna try and enter like the woods from a different point. Okay, you're, you're past the first like, line of trees, the cliffside is coming, the main part, the smallest part of the cliffside is coming to an end on your side, so you're probably about 60 feet from the trees. Yeah, because as much as I have slow fall, I'd rather, actually, uh, how tall, I'm closer to the cliffs in the forest, aren't I? Uh, you're about 40 foot from the cliffs, 60 foot from the forest. Okay, uh... I guess I'm gonna try and yeet myself off the cliffs and use slow fall to negate as much damage as I can. Okay, so it's five times your uh, monk level, correct? Yes, so I can limit... Four I can get rid of 40 damage. Yeah, I'm not going to roll for that. It's a, it's a 20 foot drop. 2d6 isn't going to add up to 40. So that is fine. Okay. You, I tuck and just, roll off the cliff. You just w w watch a lie, like, do a sharp left and then just yeet themselves off the cliff. Yeah, I kind of, I see Ran going for the trees and I'm like, that's a good idea. But if I follow them, then that's two people in the same place, and I don't want to put Ram in danger. So, yeet! And I'm going that that's way. And 
I mean, can I just kind of run into the sea? That is fine. I will say that is fine. I am now... I mean, I get 150 foot movement, so I don't know. I'm now like 20 feet out underwater, just like, no! I don't wanna. <laughs> I don't wanna. Right. Lauren's turn then. She she's pretty She is She's in a dilemma. Forgot she had that. Okay, never mind she's not. She is going to cast Dimension Door in jump five hundred foot. Which puts her about there. Just on the main road a little ways next to Glyph, so I'm going to say she can go behind a tree. So, she's going to do that. Uh, she rolls a stealth check. That was kind of the garbage stealth check, but she has the trees on her side. Which ends her turn. So it is the dragon's turn. No, it is Reed's turn, sorry. No need to raise your arms at me, I checked the she before I confirmed it. <laughs> Um, I, I'm gonna hold my turn because I've got a funny feeling that my, my journey is over <laughs> So I'm gonna hold my turn for the moment, uh, in Picasso's clawed hands, I guess. That is fine. The, let's see what he is going to do. He is going, so it is the dragon's turn, and he is going to use his action to dash, which at flight gives him 160. So he is right up your ass, Picasso. Took 20 feet up. He's going to drop a little bit down, so he is... 15 foot of reach. So he, is, he has 15, he's about 15 feet above you. At this point, as you just see him coming in quite rapidly, but that used his action, and I'm going to do two things now. He's going to roll to see if he can get his breath weapon back, and he's going to roll to see if he can be. What's your spell safety you see for Featherfall, Matt? There isn't one, I don't think, because it's. Not, it's not a saving throw. Yes, but as as we said, because as he's a, a hostile creature. As a caster. Right, okay, then that one, and because it's my rogue. Is it rogue spell? Oh, it's bard spell, okay. 16. What is his? We call, the, call this Boyston. We'll try to break it with Boyston, but. That's a, fifth, that's a 13. No, that's. Yeah, that's a 14 all in, so he doesn't break it. As for his breath weapon. That is a five on the dice, so he does get his breath weapon back. But he's used his action, so that ends his turn. So, I guess so. Actually, he is going to use a legendary action quickly. He is going to. Yeah. I mean, he's got three of them per round, so. He's going to use one of them. And. He is going to... He's going to take a tail attack at you, Casso. Because you're in his grasp, I'm going to say this is a 
I would say that Picasso would definitely be protecting Reed as much as he could. And as I am in a rage, I am a juggernaut and can't be knocked prone by anything as long as I don't go unconscious. So I would turn my back to see this tail coming and I would take the brunt of the force to make sure Reed doesn't. Oh, well. That sounds fair. Uh, that is a 24 to hit. That hits. Uh, that's 16 points of bludgeoning, halved to 8. Because All of right. rage. Okay, but that ends his turn. That ends that legendary action. So, what do you want to do, Picasso? As he comes up by you and his tail just does a big swing, cracking you along the um, shell. Alright, so, uh, first question. So I assume is he's at this point I would assume kind of just like directly over me. Would I be at like his midpoint? As his tail comes back up, he's about fifteen feet up. Okay, and then from where I'm standing to the direction of our exit at the other end, how far is that distance? Uh, you've moved a hundred. Did you say a hundred and fifty? Can't remember how much you said you. Just a hundred feet. Your turn. 100 feet, so 2,000 foot's a little bit excessive, I think. So you're about 1,600 foot still from okay. the road to the town. Alright, that's fine. And so how many feet would I have to move so that the dragon wouldn't be above me anymore in that direction? Like, how long is the dragon from where I'm standing towards the exit? That makes sense. Tail's pretty. About ten foot, I'd say, with the neck and the head. Fantastic. Okay, then I'm gonna look up, or as I turned and took the tail attack for uh, Bastard Bro, I'm gonna look down and go, "All right, Captain Bastard Bro, like you gotta go, like and like I'll stall him, but you like gotta go and get that to whoever it's gotta go to, bro." And then I would like to move the 10 feet. And also since I move 10 feet, I don't know if it gives me extra power, but moving that 10 feet, I would then like to, as hard as I can, chuck Bastard Bro as far as I can to give him as much distance away from us towards where we need to go for the exit. Okay. Uh, just just roll me an apple to Obviously, with advantage because of rage. Yeah. Uh, and so, with advantage, that is a 25. 25, nice. Say, say the same as Rat, but you've, you like, throw your arm back, give him one grin as you just eat him as hard as you can and throw him a good 100 feet. Uh, Reed, make me a dexterity saving throw. See if you can save the landing. Okay, I was hoping you'd make me, make me do an acrobatic check for the landing, but okay. I mean, you're doing it pretty fast, so saving throw it is, Matt. Ah, uh, it's a 21. 21? You land no issue. Even come, even happens with a cool little skid and roll. I will use my turn at this point to keep running 
my full my full action just to run and use my bonus action to dash as well. Okay, so your movement's 30 foot currently, isn't it? 35. No, 25. You know, it's... This is why you're meant to add stuff, right? Your boots at least just makes it 30. So that gets you all 60 foot, so... That, I yeah. thought I adjusted that on my thing. Give me a second, I'll just quickly change off the future. My apologies. Yeah. So that gets you to about... That gets you roughly where I like from cliffs, that sort of lane down the road. So still, you're still about 1,500 foot from the city. My drop measure. Uh, and with that, with the rest of my movement, and since he's basically an object that I just threw, that was free object interaction, right? I would like to, I would like to turn and with my last 40 feet of movement, and even if I have to use a bonus action or whatever, I would like to jump and try and like grab the neck of this dragon to at least distract it long enough so that Reed can get the fuck out of here. I can take a few more hits. Gasso's fine. Okay, make me a opposed grapple. Is you just yeet it? Is you take it? Give yourself one quick breath and jump as high as you can. Just imagine to claw onto his neck. Uh, I do get this at advantage as Picasso is a grappler. Plus, I'm in a rage, so. Uh, 34. He got a 20, so yeah. <laughs> you, you be as well. You just managed to dig in your claw slow. Just roll me a d6 for your damage on digging claws in. Uh, 4. Nice. He lets out this big roar as you start to sink in your claws, and you are currently suspended about 15 foot up. And, uh, yeah, I'll just now grapple to this dragon's neck. Uh, I'll just uh, end my turn. I know I know the rest of my friends will be here to help soon. Besides three, who's getting the fuck out of here. Okay. Right. You're about 50-ish feet from the trees. What you want to do? Uh, I guess. Does, can I see anybody else from where I am? You. You can see Reed a little bit further down, about 60 foot further than Picasso. No, sorry, 160 foot further than Picasso. I'll say you saw a with your nose and hearing, you saw a light jump off the cliff, and you can sense Lauren's about 300 foot ahead. Do I see Picasso attach himself to the dragon? Yeah, you can see a dangling turtle. Ah, fuck. Ran just gives the almost almighty sigh in the world. She literally pushes every little bit of oxygen out of her body becomes a fairy skeleton for a second she exhales that hard. <sighs> and then turn around and go to help Picasso. Which I guess means running back because Ran is not fast. Always envisioned Ran runs on four legs as well. Okay. You're, you're not that far from Picasso. You're about 40 foot from Picasso? 
the dragon and the cassette haven't really moved that far. Is the dragon still up in the air? Uh, I'll, I'll say is pulled him down slowly, so he's about ten foot up. What's, um... How does jumping work again? Jumping is free plus your strength modifier, so you can jump higher than ten feet. What the app? Uh... If it's my str... Wait, how much was it? A free plus your strength modifier, so for you that's ten... That's ten feet. That's ten on the dot. Um... There's twenty-four strength. I jump up and, like, take my new sword and just kind of jab it, like, nope. Yes, Ron very calmly jabs the dragon with a sword and goes, nope. Do not. Are you, are you activating Vampiric Touch on it? Uh, no, not at the moment. Okay, so roll to hit then. It's 25. 25 is a hit. So roll me some damage. Uh, question. You wrote down the damage for me. There's three different numbers here. How many of them do I use? Uh, the 3d6 is only if Vampiric Touch is active. So it's 2d6 plus 8 that weapon at your current, your current modifiers. Oh, that's a whole 16 damage. You, you like, jump up to where his leg is and just give him a Good little, good little slash across the leg is he turns his head to look at you slightly. Oh. Anything else on your turn? I think that's all I've got. Uh, a lie. You're under the sea. Under the sea. <laughs> there, there's even a crab singing in whatever language you're not sure about. Swim away from the crab. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea what's going on back there, and I'm underwater, so I literally and I mean, beyond the fact of, you know, high treason for attacking the fucking king, they also have the same end goals as a lie, <laughs> which means that? I really shouldn't be involved in this fight. So, uh, I guess I'm gonna swim. I'm gonna just kind of swim far enough until I can't hear any dragon screaming and then eventually I'll get out and walk back to town oh, so, so I say once you reach a certain point that would be disengaging from the combat which would remove you from the initiative so you can do that if you want to yeah I'm basically uh, I can't get involved here as much as Caitlin the player wants to, I like, literally can't. So I'm kind of tied here. That's, that's a fair reason to be fair. I'm going for a swim. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Free cardio. Uh, Ran, with your nose, you can smell. Well, you can. Ali's scent gets weaker and weaker till it basically becomes non-existent. But with I that, remember this. <laughs> there's just 
There's just in the top left hand corner, like Fallout 4, Ran will remember this. Well, I sees it and goes, Yeah, if you're still alive. What is Lori going to do? Because she couldn't run, but she feels obligated to help. Hmm. Screw it, she's going to go and try. She's going to use her movement to get back as closely to the, as she can to the dragon. And she is going to use da, 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 two sorcery points and try for disintegrate. So he has to roll disadvantage, which is da, 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 one less than Lauren's DC. So that is. Um, Caitlin and Matt, can you two both roll me 5d6 and give me the total, please? Because that's 10d6 plus 44 damage. It does use her level 6 slot, though. How many d6? 5. Yeah. 18 on my own. 17 on mine, 35 combined. 35 plus 40. That is 75 force damage. As my girl. Oh, I'm underwater, so... Yeah, you hear this from the water as she runs forward and like her hand starts to grow with like a pinkish green beam. And it looks like she's about to aim it at you, Reed, as then suddenly she points her hand up and this huge, like, ear-piercing beam shoots out of her hand, hitting, hitting the king directly. See if you can maintain flight, because I think that's a hefty amount of damage. In armor one, I'm going to say he falls to the ground and is knocked prone. Picasso didn't appear, but he, Picasso can't be knocked prone anyway, so I'm going to give Picasso the benefit of the doubt and say he was able to get off in time. But Reed, it's your turn as you just like watch this beam look like it's about to go over, hit you. As it goes over your head, you turn around and just see it hit the um, dragon with a huge explosion as he falls to the ground next to Ran and Picasso. I'm quite a distance away now, aren't I? You're 160 foot currently. Right, okay. Um, is there. Reed feels compelled to help, even though you've got to get keep this stuff away from the. The, uh, the dragon, really. Um, I, I would, I would think that Picasso is distracting it enough that the dragon's not looking at Reed at the moment, correct? Yes. Okay. I'm going to ask if I can use my bonus action first to hide my, the bag I'm holding inside a tree stump. And let's see... Object interactions are free. Object interactions are free, so that won't be your bonus action. Okay. However, no, 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 you're... I'm using it to make sure I hide it properly. Yeah, it's like still an object interaction, so it's not going to cost you an action. I will ask you to roll me a stealth check. However, you are about 40 foot from the trees. 
and that's been a bit dusty and generous. That's so, why I was asked. That's why I use my bonus action. So bonus action to dash. That will get you to the tree. So just make me a stealth check against his perception. But I, because of that blast, I'm going to say it's a disadvantage for him. Okay, twenty-three for me. Yeah, he on a. Even with a plus twelve, that doesn't hit your score read. That gives him an 18 on perception, so he does not see you place the bag. But you still have an action and 20 foot of movement. My bag is now hidden, so I can now... And only I know where it is, so... I can now join the fight. How far am I from the dragon? Uh, You're still 160 foot, because you went sideways. 160. Okay. Um, I think everything I've got. Uh, yeah, in my in my best spell um, is 120 foot, so I can't reach in that turn in my turn. I could move 20 feet, but I'd still I'd still be I'd still be uh, 20 feet away from range. Could still, you could also use your action to dash, which would give you 50 foot all in, so that would put you 110 feet away from the dragon. I could do that, yeah, I'll do that, yeah, 110 feet. So 110 feet away, so I can then act on my next one. That is true about there. If that is over there as well. So that does give us the dragon's turn. I'm going to say because he's on the ground. It um, does wear off the featherful status. That's fair. He is going to. He's going to move back ten feet. So Picasso and Ran, that does give you opportunity attacks if you want them. Can I use my opportunity attack to attempt to grapple one of his legs so that he can't move the ten feet away from us? You can try. That's only uh, 25. Just beats you on his roll. So as you try, as you get back up and try to claw his hand, claw his arm, it just slips out of your claws as he takes a step back. Let's see. Uh, ten more. He's going to do 10 more feet and. He did get his breath up and back, so he's going for it again. Uh, Reed, you are out of the rain, so is Lauren. So, Ran and Picasso, I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw as you watch the lightning arc up his chest and his eyes and mouth start to glow. Empty. Okay, so you pass. Uh, that is, uh, that's not good, but it's 10. So that is 12d6 lightning damage. Again, one, two, three, two, one. Sorry, not 12d6, 12d10. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, as he, as he lets out the next beam, he once again, 
completely consumed by lightning. Um, you take 87 lightning damage, and Ran, you are taking 42. Uh, I'm down. That ends his turn, so Picasso make me a death saving throw. That's a two. That is a fail. But back to the top of the round, Ran, what are you doing? You just, as this beam shoots out of him, it catches your back, and as you turn around, you just watch Picasso collapse back onto the back of the shell. Um, no. Um, can I hold my turn? Because I don't, again, I'm, there's not really a lot Ran can do in this situation. Okay, that's fine. Ali is gone. Lauren is going to... She ha Let's see, she has a distance spell, so can she get there? Give her 30 foot. So she could use Kuzu in this beam. She can dash as a bonus action. So I would say that gets her just in range. Yeah, that gets her just in enough range to cast Cure Wounds on the Kesso. So she will use her last fifth level slot. She go for a fourth level slot. So that's 48. One, two, three, four. So that's 21 hit points back to you. Is you got as you, you just suddenly shoot awake as lightning arcs off of arcs off of your pretty toasted body. Toasty. Read. You're 110 feet away. You watched Picasso get absolutely flattened by this beam of lightning for. You feel Lauren's magic behind you, and Picasso just suddenly shoots back up as fast as he went down. Right, well, I I'm going. I think I skipped your turn. I think I skipped your turn. So, yeah, it's your turn. No, I'm not No, because Dragon went. So. Yeah, Ran. I'm the, yeah, I'm confused because Ran held their turn. Uh, so, Ran, do you want to do anything on your turn? Um, I, 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 I stab it again. Okay, uh, roll to hit then. It's not so good. That's a 20 all in. 20 hits. Ah, that's 16 again. 16. That's... the one. Well, that's not a 16. That's a 17. <laughs> So we're getting there. Yeah. Seeing Picasso get knocked down, just anger fills you as you run up and take two swings at him. And you do cut him pretty deep. But that ends your turn, so we are back to the top of the thing, so Ran, it is your turn again. Say, leave Ran alone. You're the one who rolled first, what do you expect? Well, Matt's pulling a face, so I'm assuming you've missed him. You missed me, dude. You, 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 
your turn. I, I'm following Lauren, so I'm about to take my turn and he can't and he let Baron go. Which is fine, but I I take my turn. Yeah. It's because I stopped looking at it. It's because the one time I stopped looking at the book for a round, I missed it. Okay, yeah, so before we go back to round three, you are 110 foot. And I realised, yeah, I did. Okay, 100. Okay, um, hmm. Okay, I'm going to have to do that one yet, so that's fine. Um, I'm going to. I always forget this. The range on the shotgun is to quickly check my stats. Um, it has a range of 90 feet, so I could get within range of the shotgun. Yes, you could. I shall do so. Okay, roll the hit. Okay, so. I need a plus two to this on top of everything else. Okay, so and um, that is twenty-two. That involves a disadvantage though. Hmm? Ninety feet away that I'm running at a disadvantage. In in this situation I'll I'll let it slide. The adrenaline's running pretty high at the moment. So I'll let it slide. Oh, okay, well then that is still twenty one. Twenty-one. Hits. Okay, so uh, so two d. Uh, so one d one d twelve plus ten. Okay, then that is twenty-one points of damage. I'm using the normal bullet. Twenty-one. And I'm going to action surge and fire again. Okay. Twenty-two to hit. Thanks. Actually, yeah, fuck it. Um, add want to roll your damage. Also, add two lots of sneak attack on top because they're in five for. It's kind of a big okay, angry, so I'll add it off. I'll add sneak attack to that in one moment. Okay. Um, I've done so for twelve for damage, so that's twenty-two. Twenty-two. 22. And 8d6 sneak attack all in. That's 29. 29. Oh, perfect. As you run up, seeing that your friends are taking quite a beating, and you just fire. And as you fire, you quickly just shove another bullet in there with, with the stick, point it again, and fire. Again. He gets hit once in the forehead and one near the snout as he just like shakes it off irritatedly, looking up at you, Reed. And he can look at me only once. Well, that does take us back to the top of the round. So, Ram, you are basically standing by one of his feet. Uh, bonk, but make it spicy, I guess. Angry bonk, rage bonk. It's not rage anymore, is it? Reed, you're in enough range to see this, so it's Lauren, because this is the first time Lauren sees it. The, um, same as you seeing it, obviously, because is, you're just sat there on the floor. You see the, um, air shift around Rand become ridiculously hot as her eyes glow up this bright cyan blue and all these symbols start appearing on her arms. And she lets out a huge howl. Um, can... Can the two of you make me a perception check quickly? 
That's at an 11. 22. I'd say 10 was the DC, so yeah. For, for a brief second, you swear you see this shadowy outline behind Ran of this gargantuan, null-shaped creature, maybe 20 feet tall, towering just a couple feet over this dragon. But in the blink of an eye, it's gone again. And there's just Ran absolutely blazing all this ridiculous amount of energy. Oh, with advantage, one of them's a crit, and I take nice. five. So with the weapons attack bonus, that's a plus twelve on top of that. So yeah, that that is fine. That hits. Are you using? Yeah, obviously you have advantage on your second tyro for extra attack as well. No, I'm pretty doing math. Okay. Can I activate um, the vampire exception on the sword? Yeah, normally it's an action, but because it's the first time, we'll call it a free action. Sorry, I'm still getting used to all of this. That's fine. I know I had to take away from it, but because it's technically a crypt, do I still get that extra damage die? <laughs> Yeah. You get real critical regardless, because you are nine levels in Barbarian. So if you crit, you get an extra d6 on top of your sword. Six goes in that pile. Okay. So 3d6 plus 3d6 for your vampire touch. Uh... And you use Great Weapon Master on top. Oh. So that is. That's 3d6 plus 18. Plus 3d6 in a crossbow. Oh, I'm doing math. Oh, sorry, this is exciting numbers. Eh, not so much. That's 20 slashing damage. No, wait, 20, 24, because apparently I get a plus 4 per hit damage. Yeah, because of primal damage. And for vampire charge, that's um, numbers 13. 13 and you also get 13 hit points back as as you like go with this wicked slash and the sword digs in quite far and he this is the first time in this entire battle that he's actually let out any kind of roar and pain is the blood that flings as because he's about to be splashed by blood from the dragon it suddenly does a u-turn grips onto the sword and just runs down into your hands as your hands absorb the blood. Isn't it half damage with one direct touch? Like what you get back? Gets full. Let me check. I've never used it before. Equal to half the amount. Eh, fuck it. We'll let that slide because that's extra mass. So. Well, not really, around at 96. Alright, okay. Uh, yeah, so that's six hit points back then. Uh, I guess do it again, but without Vampiric Touch? Uh, you get Vampiric Touch for every hit, so. That's too much math now. While it's currently active. Uh, 
Sorry, I'll stop asking in a minute. Does reckless apply to both roles, like both attacks? Yeah, once you, yeah, once you've used reckless, you're locked into reckless for the turn. Using great weapons, master again. Does a twenty-one hit? I actually take it. Yes. The damage. Okay. Oh fuck! The I forgot about the damage last time. Well, what? that was a waste. What? The plus ten. Yeah, I forgot to add it. That was a waste. Okay, so 34 slashing. It's not waste, because 34 slashing. 11 vampiric touch, 30 other damage. It unnoted it down for us. And as you get that, like, big slice, you just, like, shoot your sword forward, digging it right into his chest. As you must let like, hit a vein or something as a ton of blood just pours out and then suddenly grip into your sword before it can hit the ground. As you just your hands glow red for a few seconds as you pull the sword back out there. Your hands glow stick. That is your turn. Um can you just make me a wisdom saving throw, Ran? I just ran have such weirdly good wisdom. Putting a smash class. Seventeen. As you, um, as you exhale this blood, something in you, something in you changes. You, you look back at the others, and you, you see an enemy for a second. As you feel, as you feel this big claw, like grip your shoulder very gently, the words consume enter your head again. As they get louder and louder, like headache piercing loud before it just cuts and you see him as friends again. I'm staring. Dead staring at them. But that ends your turn. So what is is Lauren gonna try? is Lauren going to attack again or is she gonna hide? She's gonna hide. She's not that far from the tree. And she rolled that one on stealth, so Dragon's knows where she is. Reed, your turn. What do you want to do? You see Rand give you this odd look for a second that as she like tenses up and then suddenly just with a shake of her head just looks back at the dragon. What sort of fate the dragon in? I mean, he's her, but he's He's not doing he's, he's doing fine. He's hungry. You can definitely see that he is bleeding. But you wouldn't call him on death's doors. There is no one touching him, right? Rand's within five feet of him, but Casso's about ten foot. But no one touching him. Okay. I know what I'm doing. Um, I'm going to... Oh god, that's annoying. Right, in that case, I'm going to have to use a spell, which could be anything. I'm going to use my Mage Initiate spell, Chaos Bolt. Chaos Bolt, um, the range spell attack, and then I then, according to the damage I roll, determine what kind of damage it is. Um, so yeah, 21 to hit, so... 
15 points of psychic damage. Psychic, nice. You, you fire off this like crystal colored orb as it suddenly turns into like a pinky purple bolt of energy as it just slams into the chest where Ram hits him with the sword. How much damage was that again? Um, uh, 15 points of psychic damage. Um, and bonus action wise, um, first I want to propose actually I want to use my movement to get closer. So I now believe I am within 60 feet. Uh, the regular movement is 30, so that would. You were 90, so yeah, 65. Okay. Um, I would like to. Um, well, I don't have message, but is the group chat still open or not? Uh, Lauren hasn't that? dropped. Yeah, Lauren hasn't dropped it, so yes. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say to Ran in the group chat. Um, would you uh be okay, Ran, if I was to make your make your sword extra spicy? Anton's back a string of emojis, she's still learning how to type. Yeah. By spicy, what do you mean exactly? Okay, metal slightly, I want to cast heat metal in your radio. I don't own a radio. What's your sword do you use? It's a great sword. Oh, great sword, sorry. No, yeah. Not destroy it, Alex? No, it's a, it's a, ma it's a magical sword. Created by a vampire, it's strong enough to stand heat metal. It'll, it'll when you if you use it on a creature, you can add two d eight fire damage to the hit. I'll try and stab him in the panic. <laughs> so yeah, that just happens. Two d eight, yeah. Oh, hold on. You just used chaos spot, didn't you? I did use Chaos Bolt, yes. So you wouldn't be able to do that because you... Yeah, you wouldn't be able to do that because you've used Direction to cast a leveled spell already. Technically, technically it's a uh, Mage Initiate. Yes, but it's still your action and bonus action to cast a spell, so regardless of whether it's a feat or not, you're still using the thing to cast it. I can't argue that. I'd, li I'd like to uh, do that. I can't do that, unfortunately. Yes, definitely. I'll say that I'm going to do that on my next turn, and I will just cast. Uh, I will just cast. Uh, I will cast uh, mantle of inspiration. And how does that work? Mantle of inspiration. Uh, using one of my bardic creation points and grant 5 temporary HP to all to anyone I want within 50 feet of me. So basically, Lauren, Picasso, and Ran. Each creature can also immediately use its reaction to move up to its speed without provoking any opportunity attacks. 
I'm gonna have to hold the heat metal until next turn. My apologies, sorry, Ran. Is Picasso moving? Uh, nope. Picasso's not. Picasso's fighting a dragon. Picasso's not moving. Why would Picasso move? You could move, maybe <laughs> move around it, perhaps. <laughs> oh, for that, Ran's also not moving, because, you know, Picasso's here. Picasso gets squished by dragon, Ran gets squished by dragon, first to the end, and all that. Well, we often the dragon, bros. The dragon's there anyway. You've got a five. You've got a five hit each, so that, that helps. For his turn, he is going to use a legendary action, and he is going to take. Hmm. He's going to take a tail attack at you, Picasso. Because you are on pro, he does get advantage. Throw a natural 20, aka 35 to hit. Uh, so that's 2 the 8. So that is. That is 24 points of bludgeoning, is you just look up after feeling this warmth of energy and you just look up and see this tail come right down on top of you. Well, Slam thank God for those five temporary hit points, because I still have two hit points. As he lifts his tail off, it is his turn. And he looks down at the two of you, and then turns his attention to Reed. He is, go he is going to use his action. He can get 40 foot, so... 20 far away from you. So as he starts as he starts to notice you properly read with like a sinister grin almost from a dragon he just starts to head you away. Um, you two have opportunity attacks if you want to use them. Oh I'm once again going to grab his fucking leg. Actually this time no. I'm going to grab his tail because that's what he keeps swinging at me. And as he tries to get away, I'm grabbing that tail and locking on. Yep. I will roll his jet. Fucking hell. That's quite high. Uh, that is a 29. That holds, you hold on. Um. Given that he's a gargantuan creature, I'm going to say he's still able to move, but with you on the end, that's going to have his movement. That's totally fair. Do I get opportunity attack as well? Or? Yes, you, yes, you do. If you want to use it, you can. 15 plus peak number. 27. I like this sort of bonus. Thanks. Plus 12 with that weapon, isn't it? Yeah. So, roll your damage, obviously. Weapon damage plus that pair of touch. Feels a bit bullshitty, because when you reach a certain point when your modifiers become really, really high, it's like, I gotta roll fairly badly to fail this. Like, real badly. I mean, he's got, this dragon has a plus 15. 
to his hits. So there's some high damage. There's some high rolls here. Vampiric touch. My very nice run away. Come back. You don't escape that easily. That's ten. Guess what number I got for damage? What? I've only rolled two numbers so far to seventeen. Seventeen is seventeen for an opportunity attack without bonuses is pretty solid. I'm gonna switch dice because it feels kind of bullshitty that that dice keeps rolling high. I don't care. If it's rolling high, just roll with it. I did. So how much did I slow the dragon down? Like ten he's still. Uh, half his move. With an act with an action to dash, he can retreat. But you have half his move. Go. Cool. There's just this turtle on the end. Still his turn, isn't it? Those are just opportunity yeah. attacks. As he's gonna use his action to dash, which gets him up to you and he still has an additional twenty foot with the castle on his tail. He looks like he just with a small crick of his neck, he looks at you, Reed. I know you have it. So tell me this once. Where is it? Go oh, fuck yourself. Very well then. You shall pay with your lungs. That ends his turn. But before it's Picasso's turn, he is going to use a second legendary action to do his wing attack, which I've changed because I don't like the wing attack in the dragons currently have. So, Reed, I need you to make me a strength saving throw as these huge wings open up and as he starts flapping them in your direction, you're hit by the strong wind. 19 minus 1, 18. That's one higher than the DC. So. You don't get yeeted into the background, but you do take with the with the bonuses. You take twenty. You take twenty bludgeoning as as you like trip and land on your face. Mm. What was we that? We just lift hmm? his face up and just like. Bear in mind, Reed is three foot tall. He'll stare the dragon down. It's what he's like. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> as as the legendary action ends, he just turns back to look at you, Picasso. Oh, a tale. Bumptal. As it is your turn, Picasso, as he just as he just snorts lightning out of his nose. How long did you say this dragon was? Uh, he's about 70 foot in length, head to tail. And about twenty foot tall from foot to head. That's fine. Uh, with that, I wouldn't assume that I am all the way at the end of the tail. Like I, I you know, grab on at the point. So I have fifty foot of movement. Uh, I'd like to, as a bonus action, enter into a rage, which, with instinctive pounce, lets me move up to uh, half my movement right away without doing anything just when I enter a rage. So I'd like to use that 25 movement 
So I already have his tail. Basically, crawl up onto his back with those 25 feet of movement. And then with the rest of my movement, just to get up to it, I just want to run up and I want to go for his eye. Just, I don't care how strong you are, getting slashed in the eye multiple times is going to hurt anyone. Make me an acrobatics check. Ooh, I'm real good at those. Uh, uh, that is only a 16. I'll say that's high. It, you, all, you almost lose your footing and fall off the side of him, but you do manage to just dig in your corpse before you fall, and you can make it up to his face. All right. Uh, I'd like to use then both of my attacks to go for his eye. Oh, uh, one's a crit one, but the other one is a twenty-four to hit. As you as you swing, you're still a little bit off foot as he like jolts his back slowly, and it just skims past his face. But then you go and pull your next claw, and roll me damage as you. Scratch on his left eye. Uh, so that then is five on the die, ten, thirteen damage. He just looks at you with, with a huff. I did. I did forget to roll a d6. He doesn't get his breath weapon back. And then, yeah, because I'm a path of the juggernaut barbarian, just basically lock myself down and prepare and going for a ride. With that, he he turns back to you, Reed, as it looks like he's going to go for a swipe, and then he stops and looks up into the air for a solid four or five seconds before looking around him and he says t- and he says to you all when last Phanesis has been they have new orders to fulfill mortals to see like sheep and he just gives you a sinister grin as his wings open up and he shoots up into the air. Reed, you have an opportunity attack and Picasso, I'm going to need a strength saving throw. Is he is disengaging. I will say for the purpose you can use your shotgun, Reed. That's uh, a 24. 24. You hold on. Have I got to be careful about where I'm shooting here? Because I'm going with the dragon? Yeah, but you're, you're looking at his front end because he's on his back. Okay, it's 23 to hit. Okay, that's 17 extra damage. As he's managed to fly the fuck away. As Picasso, as you're gripping on, you just... That word 
that sentence repeats in your head about portals to kill as you continue to go up 20 foot, 40 foot, 60 foot. And as he reaches 60 foot into the air, he then starts, he then proceeds to fly straight. Can hold on for as long as you would like. Ride advice against it. Uh, I would like to take one more deep swing at his eye as I'm holding on here. And then as I do that, say, What'd you say about turtles, bruh? If you're gonna try and move up to catch him, uh, just make me a strength saving throw first. As you are being, as it is pretty windy up here. Uh, that is a 21, or 22. That's enough to stay on, as the DC was 20. So you just managed to pull yourself along and try not to be yanked off by the wind. And you can make him a strike. I'm gonna make this reckless attack. Ah, I really wanted to crit. Uh, that's a 27 to hit. That hits. Uh, so, 7, 12. 16 points of uh, cold damage. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. He, like, shrugs it off as you, like, punch down and, like, shards of ice and cold start to um, form on his face. And as you do that, he just looks at you in anger and does a spin. So I need you to make me a dexterity saving for I guess who only has two HP and is definitely gonna go down right here. Hopefully someone comes to find me. Uh, that's a 19. Oh, actually DC no, that's is a, it's a 25, 23. Got to add okay, my uh, bonus. Because the DC is currently 20 up here. So you do manage to stay on as you are almost thrown off. Um, in the distance, you do see the um, dockyard approaching and obviously the sea below. So you're almost past the buildings of Novarin. Uh, I'd like to take one more swing and once again scream at him. What the fuck do you say about turtles, bruh? Hold a hit. Seven to hit. Twenty-seven hits again. Uh, that is twelve damage. How's this eye doing? Just been, just been whacking the one eye. <laughs> the eye, the eye looks quite bruised. As there's a little bit of blood trickling from the bottom of the eyelid. Kesso, make me a. Make me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, cool. Uh, 16. It does not beat the DC. As you start to fly over the sea and it sounds, and the dragon opens his mouth to say something, you hear, the, you hear him say the elder talk, and then it cuts. You don't hear the wind. You don't hear anything is you hear a voice in your head, different from the dragon's. 
I think it's about time to stop. You've done your job. Now stop interfering. Jump. As something from somewhere casts Dominate Person on you. Well, I failed, so I have no choice but to jump. As you feel this weird psychic grip on you, and the urge to jump is you look down, and as the sea just about approaches, you just let go as the wind throws you off. A lie. At this point, getting out of the water next to the ship, you just see Picasso steaming down at full speed as he hits the water with a huge crash as waves shoot up. And you see the dragon flying off to the south. This podcast was brought to you by me, Alex, in conjunctions with Visionaries Global Media and Matatat Productions. 